welcome to the Geriatric Millennials. This is Jamie. And this is Beth. And we're two oldish, youngish ladies talking about Barbie. The Barbie movie. <laughs> the Barbie movie. Yeah. Which, which we went and saw we together. Just, yeah. We did a, 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 not a field trip, um, a road trip, a adventure, a fact-finding mission. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I And you had already seen it. Which, I did. Which and then this, I was just like, I bet she forgot some of it though. Of course. But, yeah. Because it's my, my my brain. Yeah. But I'm really glad I saw it again because I, well, I really liked the movie and, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like I, I feel like I could pay t- attention a little bit different or better just because. Yeah. There was something to I, focus on. You could focus on so many different attributes in different ways. Mm-hmm. I, I think I could see it a few more times and just like, oh, I'm going to think about this now. Yeah. I'm going to think about that. And I know a lot of people have already saw, seen it already and people have been talking it ad nauseum like on places, but guess what? We haven't talked about it yet. We haven't. And so this is a, this is your warning, spoiler warning. Yeah. Which we, there if, will be spoilers in this conversation. So if you haven't seen it yet, there's a heads up. Yeah. So I need to say a first spoiler alert that I have anxiety that I didn't even realize I have because, so Jamie and I are weaning at the movie theater and I left work. I go to the theater and Jamie's like, I'm on my way. And more and more people are coming and I feel the anxiety rising because we didn't have our tickets yet, which I'm very glad I didn't buy tickets because we had some tag alongs show up. Yes, we did. (laughs) But I was like, the inner, it was rising and it just took me back to going to the movies forever Yeah, because I was just like, I was getting so anxious. Really like, we need to get these tickets now. We need to get tickets so that we get them together and that we're in a good place and I'm like in- I need to be sitting in the seat before the before the, the the trailers start and if I don't like I was panicked and then when oh. we got in there it was like who's gonna be sitting next to me and what if you know it was those nicer like recliner chairs I'm like okay what if the person next to me wants to use the armrest and Jamie wants to use the armrest so my hands are gonna be folded in my lap the whole time it was just all oh. of my like I it's sometimes little moments like that where all of my life anxiety will focus on minutia things yeah and it was to- it was like flaring. Wow, so, I didn't even know that. Well, I hide it very well. Yeah, you do. But it was like it, it which kind of it just goes back into like the the movie caught like the movie stirred me a lot too. So I was already stirred up. Yeah. And then we're watching the movie, but Yes, before we get into the movie though. What? I just want to unpack a little bit about like the anxiety thing. Is oh, that yeah. okay? Yeah. Do, because do you think that that is because you like never go to the theater or you said it like was reminding you of that feeling. It's, it's a control thing for me. So it's like, I was out of control because I had, I was waiting for you and I had no control over you. Yeah. Which just sounds horrible, but it reminded me like I used to go to the movies all the time with a family member and they were very much like, okay, let's just roll up when we roll up. And that just caused me anxiety because I think part of it is like, this is before you could, um, you know, reserve your seats. Yeah. So if you didn't get there early enough, you'd have to be like in a corner somewhere. Yeah, it was really awkward to try and find seats. And there was times. Oh, that's right. There you could just you, sit anywhere. You could sit anywhere. There was open seating, and so you know, and and then it's awkward. You're like, oh, is someone sitting there? And I I have a really hard time inconveniencing other people. Like it makes me very uncomfortable to make other people's life worse or. I mean, maybe somebody's out to there. Irri- like, irritate somebody else. Yeah. Like in, in a lot of times. Like just to like, have them move their legs for you to pa- walk past. Yes. And then it's the awkwardness of like, you're trying to carry something and your like butt is in their face because the rows used to be a lot. It literally less is wide. in their face. Yeah. And so. Or just, like touching their feet. Yeah. And it was just, it was always made me have anxiety <gasps> to like. 
Here's yeah. a question. Side note. Mm-hmm. When you do that, whether it's at a theater or a stadium mm-hmm. or somewhere where there's road seating yeah. and you have to like get past people to get to your seats, yeah. do you turn away from them as you go past or do you turn towards them? Um, if I'm walking through, I try to turn away from them typically. Yeah, me too. Yeah, typically. It just depends on the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I had an I think incident it where awkward. I fell forward into this gentleman's face and my boobies. I mean, that's the him. potential. Yeah, it was awkward. Yeah. Face away. Face, face away. Face away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anywho. So Barbie was great. It Again, it made me just think of lots of different things. I thought there was a great feminist thread in there. Like, well, not thread. It was like the, the vein of the movie. But um, it, it, gosh, it just made me think about so many things and- how frustrating it is to be a woman sometimes and live in the patriarchy and how like even even like how at the end when the Barbies are all kind of brainwashed by the Kens and they're just like embracing it. And that's like sometimes I hear myself say things that are just very like, ew, that sounds very like misogynistic or anti-woman or not inclusive or whatever based on nothing more than like being in it and around it. You know, it's just the air we breathe. It's the air we, we don't breathe. even notice. Yeah. And then you say it, you're like, ugh. I don't feel that way, you know? Yeah. And if a guy had said that to me, I would have, you know, not done anything other than being like, you're a gross human, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was just a there, lot. It, yeah. Okay. So overall, you liked the movie. Overall, I liked the movie. Overall, I loved the movie. Yeah. I, I was like, this is amazing. I thought it was so well done. I thought it was really enjoyable to watch and it was entertaining. It, it had a good message. Like, mm-hmm. I had nothing but positive Mm -hmm. thoughts. However, the second time I watched it, I was with my husband and one of my sons Mm -hmm. and my daughter and and you. But (laughs) but the husband and son and watching it being aware of their lens Mm -hmm. and how they're watching like what this movie and I didn't think about it as much like when I was watching the movie, but we talked about it afterwards. Mm -hmm. And it gave me a little bit of a different perspective that I didn't really consider because it hits different. Yeah. It really does for depending on a lot of things. A lot of things. Yes. And so we had a really good conversation though. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we'll probably have some more conversations, but Mm -hmm. I don't even know where to start with this with you. Mm -hmm. Like I want to talk about all the things, all the things. And I want to talk about. Because there is, I don't know that it's, I think it's kind of a hot topic. Like there's. Absolutely. There's people. Okay. So before I watched the movie, I was seeing some things on social media. Not a lot. So I don't go on social media a ton, but there was um, somebody that had gone to this movie with her sons Mm -hmm. and her review of it was like not good. I'm I'm just, I'm just seeing hashtag boy mom. Yeah. That she was like. Oh my gosh, like this was like a horrible message for my sons. And, you know, it was man bashing. And I don't know if she used that term, but it was mm-hmm. kind of a negative thing. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, well, they humored me, you know, like they went with me, but I really didn't like the message at all. And blah, blah, blah. And so that was before I had seen it. And I was kind of like, oh, I wonder, you know, hmm, mm-hmm. interesting. And then I watched it and I was like, I didn't get that at all. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again, like I said, with my son, with my husband, and had some conversations after. And, and, one of the things that my son said was he liked the movie, mm-hmm. but he didn't like, or how did he put it? And, and I was trying to help him to articulate because I because he didn't, have, there was something about it that didn't have, a, he didn't mm-hmm. have a good feeling about. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to help him articulate what was that? And he said, well, not all guys are like that. Mm-hmm. 
like not all men are like that. Mm -hmm. I didn't like how the men were in that movie and not all men are like that. And I was like, you are so right. right. Alan was not like that. You are so right. I was, and he was like the only one in that movie base and the dad, the dad. Yeah. But he was like, I think it made him feel like he didn't, he didn't like, he didn't like the patriarchy, right? Like he didn't like the patriarchy. He he could see that it was not like that the way that the men were behaving and all of that, like he just, he didn't like it. And, and, and in both Barbie land and the real world, Mm -hmm. the men were like that. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's just like, but not all men are like that. Mm -hmm. And I said, I know that. And I said, you are not like that. Your dad is not like that. A lot of people we know are not like that, but the the patriarchy is set up like that mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And so anyways, it was some good that's conversation, like, yeah. but he was kind of like, Oh, but that's such a good reaction for him to see like, Oh, but this is what it really, the majority is like this. Cause Alan was very much in the mi- minority. He was. And that is very much how it is. It is in the minority to, to not embrace that culture mm-hmm. of kin. And, and the thing that kills me, the not all men thing, that's a big thing on, um, on TikTok that comes up. Like not all men are like this, like for guys saying that this, and this is like usually a bit older guy and, you know, kind right, of like, right. well, not all, you know, right. kind well, of these and nice this guys. Is, I'm this saying is, this is my son yes, who's 13. Very young. And he's still very trying different. to figure out like, what does it mean to be a man? And what oh, is yeah. it? And all when of that. He, and he's so super sweet and kind and is just like. And I he's mean, in it, but not, you know, he doesn't fully exactly. see it yet because no. he hasn't had the life experience. Yeah. But there, I heard this, I've heard multiple people say like when people are saying not all men, but it's like, there's enough men that sit by and do nothing. Mm-hmm. There's enough men that see someone being harassed on the street and say, Hey guy, stop, don't say that. You know, there's enough men that listen to locker talk or somebody bragging about something or berating a woman or just being awful and they don't do anything. And it's just like, yeah, like I remember being younger and this guy was just saying the most horrible things for me, like super trigger warning, but he was, it was like raining or something. And he was just, or it just rained. And we were sitting in a group of kids. Like it was me and I think two or three other guys and maybe another, I can't really remember. We're on our bikes in the summer. So you're around how old? I'm probably like um, fifth or sixth grade. Okay. Like really like early, early middle school probably. Uh, And this guy was talking about how like, he just alluded to me like being the type of person that would believe like you know, God's semen was rain and I would be outdoors, like lifting my legs, trying to get pregnant. What? Makes no sense. But he said that in front of all these kids, like, what the that's heck? Like, like something I would do or something. I don't even know where it came from, which is. But it stuck with you all these it years. It stuck with me because a, it was humiliating to have somebody saying that like I would be yeah. doing something like that. It was disgusting and I didn't fully understand it, yeah. but I knew I, it was I, wrong. I, I don't understand it either. But it's kind of like when Barbie was going into the world and all of a sudden everybody was looking at her differently. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know what this feeling is, but I do not like it and I don't feel safe. Yeah. And that was one of the first times I felt like I didn't feel safe. Cause I think in that same conversation, it got brought up like raping like oh. me. And so it, it was really just horrible. Yeah. And it's just like, I was 12, you yeah. know? And I feel like just thinking about all the 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 people that have to experience that kind of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. which I think everyone does to some degree or another, where it's those first, those first instances of 
eyes looking at you differently, being mm. sexualized, having really just gross things said to you and not and looking around. And I had a friend there that was a guy friend and it was one of his friends that was spouting off. He didn't say anything. Mm -hmm. He just like avoided my eye and like looked away. And I was I remember looking around for help because I didn't have the words to defend myself. I didn't know what to do. Do I just turn around on my bike and go away? Like, do I cry? Yeah. Like, and it was just like, oh, I'm alone in this. Yeah, that's I'm alone in this. Yeah. You know, I think that happens for a lot of women. We feel alone in it. And like, especially like when they're talking about um, America Ferreira's, the girl, the real life woman, the mom, the mom, when she started, when she gave her first big speech, I just, and everybody's like so taken and it, it changes all the Barbies and blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, I think that was really empowering and beautiful. And she said things that I think we've all thought, but it was very like, gosh, I feel alone in this most days. Mm -hmm. it's not most days that I get to like hang out with my girlfriends and feel safe, mm -hmm. you know? And it's, it's like, I don't know about you, but every time I go out into the world into a new experience, experience or a new place or whatever, there's an element of like underlying fear, Yeah, you know? And it's just, it was just awful. It's an awful way to be. Yeah. Thanks Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm glad that you had conversations because unlike you, that boy, that hashtag boy mom, I think that it does a great disservice to not teach our all of our youth to question and like look at the system and look how you benefit or not. And I obviously have another like a, a another level to this because I'm black. Absolutely. And it's very hard when people are just like, that's not my experience. So it must not be yours. Right. And I think that this movie shows that like, yeah, you know, I could imagine like being a guy and watching this and like, hey, that's kind of like whatever. But at the same time being like, oh, shoot, like yeah. I never thought about like how a woman might feel doing X, Y, and Z. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway. and, and then, and in our conversation, like my husband was talking about how it's not, the movie's not about men. Mm -hmm. It's about patriarchy, yes. the system and power. And like, that's the problem, not the men. No. Cause the men are, the and, men are hindered by patriarchy too. Absolutely. Like, it's and awful. Then, yeah. And then he also said that he felt bad for Ken. He felt bad for Ken. And he was talking about how the roles are kind of reversed mm -hmm. in this movie in terms of like Ken's character is how so many women characters are oh, portrayed yeah. in movies. Accessories, yeah. The Background. accessory, like he just, he's waiting for Barbie to look at him. He's mm -hmm. waiting, like his day depends on Barbie's yeah. attention. And also he doesn't know who he is without her mm -hmm. and then at the end of the movie when he's just like the happy ending is like oh well barbie barbie gets ken right mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. she's like no like that's not the end and but in so many movies oh yeah that's the end right the end is the female gets the male's love or whatever yes. and it's like anyway so i i liked that that um kind of represented yeah the flip side of with what? the gender role which you don't even necessarily notice in all these other movies that you watch and you're just like, oh, wait a second. Like, yeah. why doesn't it hit the same? Because we're so used to it. We're so yeah. used to seeing that role. Have you ever heard of the Bechtel test? Yes. Yes. It's that. Yep. And it's like when you, if anybody doesn't know, it's basically this test where you look at uh, like a, a TV show or a movie and basically to pass the test, it's like a measure of like representation of women in media and whatnot. And you have to, there has to be at least two women who talk to each other with names. They have to be named in a movie about something other than a man. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, 
how it's amazing it's how many amazing movies how many do, not, do not pass that test. Yeah. And I heard this other person talking. I really liked it because they were saying like, oh, Barbie movie so big, like Mattel's going to make all of their brands into movies like this and hopefully it pops, you know. And somebody's like, it's because it's a movie about women. Make movies about women or more movies about women. There are some out there that are wonderful and all the things, but yeah, to be the central focus of a story is pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. And to have the male character be, not that that's a good no, no, role, no, no, no. But it feels like finally, like, yeah. oh, they're going to like, that's how women are portrayed so often. Yeah. Is that character of yep. Ken. My role is beach. Yeah. You know, my role is cute girlfriend or whatever, yeah. you know, it's just like, oh, anyway. yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh. It was a lot. Sometimes I feel like it's really hard to talk about feminism with some of my friends and coworkers and people around me because everybody interprets feminism so differently sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I really liked some of the ideas that they were talking about just to even like get nuggets in people's heads. But it's it's just really hard. Like Mm -hmm. I I know some people and I have had friends that act like feminists and they are not. Mm -hmm. And they do things and they say things that are so misogynistic and they just lift up men without even knowing it. And it's so painful to see somebody that's like so dug in, like, I believe in rights and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, women, blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff to like lift women up, quote unquote. But as soon as you talk to them on another level, it's like you say things constantly to undermine women, to diminish women. Like it's the grossest thing. Mm-hmm. And I just love that takeaway that Barbie is everyone, everybody, like mm-hmm. anybody, Barbie is everything. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just really liked that. I liked it too. So one of my favorite parts in the movie was when Barbie's sitting on the bench mm-hmm. with the with, with the, the, old, uh, with the elderly, elderly lady, lady. <sighs> yeah, and she's just observing her and looking at her, and then Barbie's like, "You're so beautiful," mm-hmm. and the lady's like, "I know it. <laughs> I love that so much." And then yeah. they laughed and they just had this moment, and it just was impactful to Barbie because she was just so sincere in Mm -hmm. recognizing this woman's beauty Mm -hmm. that in our patriarchal society is very much considered... Oh, she's out to pasture. Out to pasture, not beautiful. No worth. Because we're constantly fighting against that, right? We're fighting against aging and the natural process of Cellulite, wrinkles, all of that. Fatness, yeah, all those things. Yeah, I I loved in the movie how they like made that little point too, like um, Margot Robbie is not necessarily the person we should say is like struggling with, you know, not being accepted by the patriarchy as far as looks. So I had, so that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Did Mm -hmm. you have a favorite part? I liked it when she ran into the woman that created Barbie. Uh And I, I really enjoyed that moment. Um, a lot. That was probably one of my favorites. And just the talk they had about like what you can be and just like the advice she gave her towards the end of the movie. I was like, oh, this is really special. I had to like try to not cry when I was in it because I started feeling emotional. Me too. So you mean when she's running away and she finds her in the office, but, and then you're also talking about the very end of the movie where that was super powerful. Super powerful. Because at the end of the movie, she's like, um, I don't know who I am. I don't know to be. She has to like face humanity and what it means to be human, which is this massive Massive. mixture of joy and sorrow at the same time. Mm -hmm. And like, you can't really have one without the other. And like accepting that, uh, the feeling, the, the, all the pain that is mixed in with, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with beauty and 
and pleasure and, and, and ex, you know, the, all the, all the, all the good of and the bad, yeah. the good and the bad, like yeah. it's together. And, and like, yeah, I like, I also liked how she, um, how she cried. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, I can't remember exactly what she said, but kind of like, it was amazing. I like too, how the uh, creator said, I think I don't know, Ruth. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah, Ruth, the one who, yeah, yeah. how she said life is all change. Yeah. And it's like that, that hit home for me because it, I'm not great with change, but yeah. I change it's all the time and it can be really hard and frustrating and difficult to navigate. And especially like as you get older, I feel like sometimes there's less voices to turn to for mentorship and for advice. And so a lot of times you're going through stuff and again, like nobody knows, yeah. you know, and it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's challenging. Yeah. It's some, it's, it's, it's just challenging to be human. Yeah. It's, it adds a layer of complexity. I think sometimes to be a woman. Yeah, for sure. You know, and depending on what culture you're into, like how the severity of that. Yeah. I really enjoyed the movie how like when we, she first started off, we got like one ideal day and it was beautiful and it was easy and it was simple. And then it all got complicated. And I was just like, oh my gosh, that's such life. Yeah. Like life is so complicated and messy and not, not a straight line. And it's frustrating when you try to make it a straight line, you know? Yeah. Or expect it to be a straight it's line. Not, that's no, not reality. It's not. Um, so I have a couple of favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you do. I, I really liked stereotypical Barbie, the yes. main character. Yeah. I really liked her character, but I also really liked Weird Barbie. I loved Weird Barbie. <laughs> so great. She was so great. And I feel like the the casting perfect. of her was so perfect. Yeah. Like she was the perfect person to play that role. Yeah. I don't even know what her name is. Kate McKinnon. She's so amazing. Good. So she good. I SNL loved it. Yes. You, okay. Okay. You, yes. That's yeah. where I knew her from. Okay. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I love this so much. It was so great. Oh, and oh my gosh, I have. To, so that was one of my favorite yeah. characters. And then I also have another favorite part mm-hmm. of the movie when that character, Weird Barbie, is holding up the two different shoes <laughs> and is like, do you want this shoe? Like, yeah. do you want, you have to make a choice. Like, do you want everything to go back the way it was and just be great? Or do you want this? And I can't remember the words. All I remember is it's a Birkenstock. Yeah. Like one's a high heel and one's a Birkenstock. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, when Barbie's walking up the stairs and she's like, if my feet were this shape, I would yes. never wear high heels. I was like, amen, yes. sister. Uh-huh. Absolutely. I, I One of the things I liked about Weird Barbie is that I feel like that a lot of times as you come into your own as a woman, you become more and more like Weird Barbie where you just embrace. Well, because embrace. Life, life, so weird Barbie's weird because she was played with too hard. Yeah. And I love that when they showed her, you know, like the little girl, like just coloring on her face ham. and like cutting her hair mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But that's kind of life. Like yeah. we kind of get, we go through stuff and it changes how we look and it changes how we, I don't know. I mean, just yeah. to change, like just our bodies change. change. Just bodies change. The way we approach things, the way we're, I, I don't know. I loved, I just love like her dog was pooping on the floor. So I'm sorry. Yeah. And I just like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I really like too that they did ha- do a pretty good job of like diversity in body types and body shapes and colors and different, um, different, like I saw something that had a limb difference. And it's just like, I was like so appreciative of that because I think that representation is so lacking in so yeah. many areas. And it's hard when you don't see yourself reflected. Um, at the end of the movie, like during the credits, I know we're jumping kind of all these places, but they were showing classic Barbie dolls. Yeah. And I remember some of those dolls, like I had the business suit Barbie that switched into like a nighttime, you know, like going out for a party Barbie. And all of my, all of my Barbies were white growing up. I didn't have one black Barbie. What? Yeah. The closest, because they didn't even have them 
in the town that I lived in. What? Yes. So like in Kennewick in the 80s, they really didn't have black dolls everywhere. And if you're saying, Beth, yes, they did. I was black in the 80s and I was here and we looked for dolls and it was hard. Like my grandma ended up having to get me a Cabbage Patch kid that was black. And because we didn't have just the diversity here. And it's like, I mean, I remember being younger and going and looking at the Barbie aisle and just there wasn't a ton of representation. Yeah, It doesn't mean that Barbie wasn't making those dolls. The stores weren't stocking them here. They would stock them maybe in Pasco or whatever. But guess what? The toy store wasn't in Pasco. Mm -hmm. And the closest I got to a black doll was a doll of color. And she was, um, I think she was Hawaiian or Hawaiian. She looked... She could have been Asian. She could have been Hawaiian. She could have been Puerto Rican. I don't know. Nondescript, you know, person of color, best friend to Barbie. But that was like the only doll I had that was like even Mm -hmm. close. So yeah, to see like the representation was just, I love that. When I go to Target now and I'm walking by the toy aisle, frankly, I don't spend a lot of time in the toy aisle because I'm like, you know, got to get my cat food and go. But um, I'll see like dolls and it's like different colors and whatever. And a lot of times, well, there was a friend that had small children. I would buy her her daughter, like bar, like the little tiny Barbie dolls. I don't know what they're called, but, and I'd buy them in different skin tones. Yeah. I think it's easier now. Maybe 100%. I hope it is, but it's taken a while. It's taken a long time. And it's weird when you see pushback on it too. Right. Like- Oh, just so annoying. I've, there was a couple of years in a row where I did Toys for Tots and every time I would go and buy dolls, but I'd only buy black, black dolls or brown skin tones. So, mm-hmm. Cause I'm just thinking about how does that feel mm-hmm. when you're where, whatever situation your family is in that you need Toys for Tots or, you know, Christmas, Christmas presents and you get a toy and there's never one that represents you, mm-hmm. you know, and just like, just that disconnect is, yep. is hard. So, yeah, I do think the movie from my perspective and I'm, and I appreciate your perspective because it's going to be different than mm-hmm. mine, but I did notice that mm-hmm. as well. And I, I, I really liked that. I loved appreciated it. that. I also really liked the character of Alan. Loved Alan. Because I feel like so many people can relate to Alan because mm-hmm. Alan's there and he's like, Hey, like he's just completely overlooked. Mm-hmm. He's um kind of on the margins. Like he's not He's like, all Ken's clothes fit me, you know, mm-hmm. but he's, he's not celebrating the patriarchy. He's mm-hmm. not, he's like, no, that he, he's kind of for everybody. Yeah. He's like, I like Barbies and I like, he's like, I, I, um, I think he just, he didn't really know where he fit in, but he was, he had a really good heart mm-hmm. and he was just like, I don't know. I just, I really liked him. Yeah. I liked Alan. I liked Alan. I liked the, like the guy that played him, played him so well too. Michael, Michael. The Sierra casting in the this movie was really good. was so, so good. good. So good. I did love in the beginning when the little girls first got the Barbie and they just started that little, that little girl with the pigtails. I don't know. Oh, in the and very she opening scene. Stuff, the and baby I was dolls. Like, yes. I was like, I feel it. I feel it. And well, what about the, like, there's the sugar daddy. Oh yeah. Like that the was different, really bar- these were all real Barbies, right? Yeah. Like real toys that were made. Right. Yeah. And like. Clearly adults were making these things yeah. and it's just like there was things and I know that, to- I mean, cl- for sure toy makers are doing the same thing nowadays, even to a greater extent, but there's just like all these, what, what is it? Missteps? Not like not, well, like they're almost like inside jokes for adults. Oh yeah. Sometimes. You know? Yeah. Sometimes I think too, it's like when, it's like when Barbie got to the Mattel corporation and there was no females on the leadership team, Yeah, you know, and it's just like, there's something if there's no women on the team, you're losing a huge yeah. perspective. And if you look back at that team and it was kind of diverse a little in with ethnicity, but not super no. like, and it's just like, I think that sometimes things get missed because you don't have a 
diversity, yeah. which sometimes people look at as a bad word, but it's important to have, yeah. you know, not be siloed in yeah. your, in your, in your world and your, your worldview. Yeah, totally. Um, but I'm talking about things like, so the sugar daddy, Barbie, because yeah. my daughter's like, oh no, the dog's name is sugar. Yeah. And he, and I'm like, okay. Cause I just saw just the other day, like one of my friends, uh, posted a story and she was looking at toys, kids toys. And they were looking at, she was looking at plushes and there's a plush eggplant. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I really do think that sometimes people are trolling. I think a lot of times things are missed because they're not the right people are looking at them. Well, I'm thinking, so they, whoever made the plush toys, like they're, it, kids aren't, kids aren't looking, aren't, aren't like, I mean, an eggplant is generally not a kid's favorite vegetable. No, but it's an emoji that they see. It is an emoji that they see, but it's an emoji that's used to represent a penis. I get all that. I'm just saying that like some buddy would be like, you know what? We need to make the most, we, the emoji movie come out. We need to make all of the fruit emojis into things without thinking. And the problem is, is that I think they are. But my thing is like, I think they're thinking and I think I think I think they're doing it with the intent. I get what you're saying. I do think that happens sometimes. I don't think that happens all of the time. And I think more often than not, if you look at who's producing the thing, they do not know because they are out of touch Hmm. with like they're out of touch of what's happening in the current generation on like slang and like and culture and stuff. And so they put something out and they're like, oh, this will be cool. Or the kids are using this and not realizing like, oh, that has a different meaning, that kind of thing. But I do, I do think there are companies that troll and people that do put stuff out that are very much like it is for an adult's gaze. I mean, I would say like this Barbie movie, it's not inappropriate for kids, but it definitely isn't made for kids. No, it's not. And I almost didn't take my daughter to it the first time. Um, I really debated whether I was going to take her or not Mm -hmm. because I knew it wasn't a kid's movie and she was begging to go. She really, really, really wanted to go. And I decided to take her with the idea that whatever it was going to be, whatever it was going to come out of that, I wanted to talk about it with mm-hmm. her because because I knew that it wasn't a kid's movie, you mm-hmm. know? And rather than just being like, no, you can't watch it. No, you're not allowed to see this. I didn't want to do that either because yeah. I didn't I didn't think it was going to be like scarring or traumatizing, but it is, you're right. It's not made for kids, mm-hmm. but I will say my daughter loved it yeah. and she really enjoyed the movie. And so, and we've had good conversations about it. And I feel like we, you know, as she gets older and, you know, some of those conversations can be on another level too, because mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff was just, it goes over her head, goes, yeah. goes over her head. She's not even aware, which I think is great storytelling when you can make a movie that can be seen by many audiences at different ages mm-hmm. and it hits differently depending on you know the age you're at that you see it mm-hmm. or rewatch it so I had uh, a friend that posted something on social media that um, it was this person's five things that this person noticed about Barbie mm-hmm. the Barbie movie and I really liked this person's mm-hmm. opinion take so okay so this is a male mm-hmm. and he is saying that It seems that everything that could possibly be said about the Barbie movie has been said. I recently saw it and decided to share five things I learned from it. So number one, it's not all about me. (laughs) And he says there were some men who were not happy because they felt the Barbie movie cast a bad light on them. He said, I personally didn't feel this way, but everyone has a right to feel what they feel. Mm -hmm. In my view, the movie was about Barbie and by extension, the struggles and hardships around what it really means to be a woman outside the confusing, contradictory, and unrealistic expectations of society, particularly male culture. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really 
Yeah. Well said. And then number two, it is all about me. And he said, I couldn't watch the Barbie movie as a casual observer. It forced me to own the ways I have been complicit in perpetuating harmful patriarchy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, thank you thank for you. recognizing. Absolutely. That. And this is, and I need to give this person credit because mm-hmm. I'm like basically quoting them. <laughs> um, but he says, for example, there here are at least several ways religion corrupted my view of women. Oh gosh, that's an, we're going to do a whole, whole topic on that. Cause there's a whole big long list. I yeah. won't read them all, Yeah, but Women brought sin and death into the world. Mm-hmm. These are the things that religion, the, him, cor- the corrupt him. view of women was that he was influenced. Okay, so because all these things are not true. Mm. Um, okay, so women brought sin and death into the world. Women are to blame for the fall of the human race. Women are inferior to men. Women are were intended to be subservient to men. Women are not capable of ex- exercising authority and leadership. Um, women are responsible for the sexual temptations and transgressions of men. Like, yeah. Ah! Okay, so and I mean, there's just, just like a whole just bunch. That's in the surface. Yeah, and uh, he goes on to say more more things. Okay, then he talks about Alan, mm-hmm. and he's like, "There's been a lot of discussion about who Alan was meant to represent." The Allen doll was named after the son-in-law of Mattel co-founder Ruth Handler. The first Allen doll was released in 1964. He was marketed as Ken's friend. In the Barbie movie, who Alan represented to me is someone who doesn't fit in. And that's kind of mm-hmm. how I felt too. Someone who no one takes the time to really get to know. Someone who doesn't feel like they belong. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, even Weird Barbie was still seen. And he was very often looked over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number four, it's not easy being Ken. In my view, the Barbie film also depicted how difficult it is to be a Ken. Some of the key questions for men I got from the movie are, what does being a man mean once the traditional patriarchal scripts are torn apart? Mm-hmm. What would it mean as men to heal our broken mindsets, attitudes, beliefs, and relationships with women? What would it mean to not be threatened by women or competing against women, but to see women as our allies and cultivate mutually empowering relationships? I'm like, who is this person? I like all these things. Um, where or what is our true source of worth and identity as men? What would it mean to grieve and heal from the confusion, hurt, dysfunction, and loss of how we once did manhood and masculinity? Mm-hmm. These good questions. They are. And I think it's um, important that men do the work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is the last thing. It's, he says, take my hands, close your eyes, now feel. And that was at the yeah, end of the movie. Said, yeah. and, um, and, and then he just kind of goes into de- detail about about that. There was Barbie wanting to give up all the scripts and the pressures to be perfect, all the denials, pretense, inauthenticities, filters, and fake smiles of her made-up Barbie world. She asked what she asked Ruth what she needed to do to say goodbye to Barbie world. And um, she was told to close her eyes and feel, to feel it all, to feel what it really meant to be human. And then he goes on to talk about like, just like what I mentioned, mm-hmm. like the, the sorrows and the joys and mm-hmm. all of that mixture that it is. And and then he's, he kind of, he ends this by saying, maybe what I learned most from the Barbie movie is the need to say yes to being human and live and the lived human experience, all of it. How to say yes to the joys and sorrows of your own life and saying yes to the process of healing and becoming more whole inside. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's also men and women saying yes to each other. Yes, I'm sorry if I hurt you. Yes, I want to start over and learn what it means to truly accept, love, and be there for each other. And I'm like, oh. Mm -hmm. I mean, some good points. Mm -hmm. I will say that, to bring it back to women, I think it, I think the onus is on men to stop it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like to do the work, to go to therapy, to recognize, like this guy's eyes were opened a little bit, but to continue on that journey and not Mm -hmm. just be like, I watched the movie, I said the things, I feel a little bit better, and now I'm going to continue being okay with systems that are in place. Right. And not, you know, 
not using the power and authority in places that I do have sway to do something about it. Mm -hmm. And I think the big thing too is like educating themselves. You know, it's reminiscent to me of sometimes of how like as a black person, sometimes it can feel that people that are like trying not to be racist, to be anti-racist, instead of like doing the legwork themselves, want to come to you like, like, teach me. Tell me what I need to do. Tell me what I need to do not to be racist or whatever. And it's it's the same thing I think in the patriarchy. It's like the onus is not on women to change. It's on men to change, you know, and for us, well, and this is just my feelings. Like I could be an idiot. I don't know. You're not an idiot. (sighs) Some days. Uh, But it's just, I think that that's the big thing is like for us as women to continue to heal as women, you know, which is, really good for us, for us to look at like, how is the patriarchy like embedded in me and where do I need to like get it out? It's like a deep dive into like, you know, those poor cleaning videos. Yeah. It's like that. It's like having to get in there. I don't think I've ever actually watched a poor cleaning video, but (sighs) I have seen advertisements of like poor strips where they're like being pulled off the skin and then you just see all the big long things coming out of all the pores. That's what I Okay, I will said that. I will send you a TikTok that will change your world. Please don't. It is very oddly satisfying to just see the the, the purge of no, the poor. I don't want to see that. But I do. I think it's a good I think that movies like this and conversations like this are a good opportunity like okay, where are the rough spots in my life where mm-hmm. I am just letting these ideals that I don't agree with sit inside me mm-hmm. and influence me and 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 affect how I see and impact how I see others around me and, and see the situations around me. Well, and I hope that this movie is um is a is a tool for encouraging that to happen. Yes. And I think it is in a lot of ways if people want it to be. Yep. If people are in that place where they are open. Yeah. If they watch the movie and they don't just immediately get defensive. That's what I say. If you feel defensive, you need to lean into that. And be like, why do I feel defensive about this? And what is it? That's why when I was having that conversation with my son yeah. and he had feelings that were negative, I wanted to be like, but what like what is it about that? Mm-hmm. Like let's talk about what that feeling is and why it's there and where is it coming from? And now that I'm having this conversation with you, I'm like, yeah, I really didn't go that deep. Like we need to have more conversations. <laughs> yeah, but I was but trying. It's a jump off. It's a jump off. It's a jump off. And for him, it was also like, I mean, it's hard to articulate that. Y- yes. It's hard for our adults to articulate that, yeah. let alone, you know, when you're just figuring it out. But as a tool for those kind of conversations and for that reflection, I think the Barbie, Barbie movie is great. And mm-hmm. I hope that it's used for that Mm-hmm. all over the world and particularly in America. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Okay, so any other final thoughts about the movie before we talk about actual Barbie dolls? Because I want to talk about that just to wrap it up. Uh, no, I feel overall, I'm going to watch it again. I'm excited to see it again, like in, in my own pacing. Yeah. I think it'd be actually fun to do like a um, like a book club with this movie where we a all watch it together club? and then discuss it like right after. Because I think when you sit in it, for, sometimes you forget those little, and I think too, if we sat there and like took notes on the parts that were like stirring us, then have a conference. Maybe I'll do that. Guys, yeah. I'm going to host a little Barbie party. I'm going to come. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what were your Barbie dolls growing up? Okay. So that's what I want to talk about. About because here's the thing I didn't play with Barbies At I all? never had Barbies oh my gosh so here's here's what I had I had different friends that had different kinds of toys and so like when I played with this friend we did this when I played with that friend we did that and I had one friend named Nicole who had Barbies and mm-hmm. she had a ton of Barbies mm-hmm. and so I and she was a neighbor friend she was a friend from school so I would go to her house after school and we would play Barbies. She was pretty much the only friend that I had that I played Barbies with. So Mm -hmm. I played with her at her house with Barbies, but I actually never 
Oh, Barbies. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I never did. I I'm try- I need to find it. I, t- I have all my old Barbies somewhere. They're somewhere. You do? Yes. Why I, am I not surprised? I packed them up beautifully because I'm like, one day when I have children, I'm going to pass these along. I'm like, <laughs> children? No. So now I'm going to just use them for, you know, internet clout and post them online because they're so adorable. <laughs> but I had I had a few really good ones. I had one that um she had like a, a red bodice with puffy white sleeves with little hearts embroidered and then this skirt with like little red hearts all over it. That was one of my favorites. I always wanted the peach Barbie. I think it was I like, remember you telling me about that, the peach. Yeah. I Sometimes I look at it on, on the Like Ebay's. a ball gown. Yeah. Because I just, we just didn't have the money for it and I wanted it. I mean, I did have some Barbies. Uh, I had like the long, it was dying in the movie because they have this thing where they show a flash of Barbies and it was one with the like rock star Barbie. She has this really long crimped hair and this like psychedelic dress and I loved that Barbie. But I think my favorite Barbie was the business Barbie. Like I love the accessories. Like I can still feel the little plastic businesswoman hat in my fingers. Like I remember how it smells and her little phone and just all of it. I was so into the briefcase. Like I kept all that stuff together and the shoes were off the chain because they were like white shoes with pink toe, tip toes. And it was just like, Margot Robbie dra- dressed her for one of the premieres and I was just dying. So I was like, oh my gosh, that was my Barbie. So that's so cool. Anyway. Yeah. Well, Albert, once I get my Barbies out of storage, we'll have a Barbie playing session and we'll just <laughs> go to town and like, oh, can I also just say that I loved that it was the mom? I know. I was like, absolutely. It got right? me. It was the mom. Was mom. Like that was her doll. Yeah. Like she thought it was the daughter, yeah. but then it was like, the, oh my gosh. And then the flashbacks yeah. from the mom's perspective. Done. That's when I cry. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my gosh, because my daughter hasn't crossed over to the dark side yet. Yeah. But I know it's only a matter of time. Just minutes. <laughs> and I just know <laughs> that it's going to be around the corner. And it makes me like really sad to think about that. Like, yeah. and to see, like, and I know it's normal and I know we'll get through it and it'll be okay. But, you know, just watching that process very briefly in that little flashback where it was like the little girl was like there there and then all of a sudden she's like don't touch me like don't mm-hmm. look at me like go get away mm-hmm. you know like oh it's so heartbreaking yeah <sighs> but it was good it was good i i again i'm gonna watch it again i really liked it um i thought the director did an amazing job at telling the story um yeah i i and i did again i love that i'm kin enough like I know that. Oh that my gosh, I my, love that. So it was much. just like maybe that's probably my but favorite no, takeaway. Knuff. Sorry, Knuff. Sorry. Yeah, Knuff. Um, and I love that he was into horses. Like it just, yes, it was just, all of it. it was just fun. And I again, I'm excited to see it again. And yeah, here's to Barbie. Yeah, and Ken, and Ken, I guess. <laughs> If you're enjoying the podcast and would like to support the show, you can share episodes with your friends and family, follow us on Instagram at the Geriatric Millennials, or leave us a positive review and rating, all which help us to grow. Our theme music was created by the Finley Ghost. Check out their latest album now. Thank you so much.